Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to the Post Traumatic Survival Podcast, a show that helps you rewire your brain to survive and thrive. Join your host, Ozzy Martinez Jr., a Marine, a combat disabled vet, husband, and father as he shares his firsthand knowledge and experience of hitting rock bottom, almost ending it all, and then turning it around. Dive into the rewired minds of thriving survivors. This show is an in-depth look at post-traumatic survival. And now, Ozzy. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Normally, I talk, I mean, you've heard already four episodes of mine, and normally I talk, I, I don't know if you can hear, ladies and gentlemen, I am nervous. Um, I, am, I am finally men- interviewing my mentor, the, the guy that was able to, and I'm not even going to say put a ladder in the ditch that I was in, because that would have made my life easier. He showed me the way to get out the same way I had gotten in. And uh, I'm not even going to waste any more time. I'm not going to introduce him like I did, like with Sean. That I Sean, I finished with Sean, and he was like, man, I'm going to hire you as a hype man. This man needs to introduce himself because you just need to hear his voice the whole time. It's infectious. Ladies and gentlemen, I have Jason Redman on my podcast, and I'm super excited. Jay, thank you so much for being on, brother. Ozzy, I'm, I'm honored, brother. Listen, you know, for all you people that are listening, you know, you people out there that are struggling – Ozzy, uh, dude, you are a shining example of everything that I created the Overcome Academy for. I mean, it was to help wounded warriors find a path and get off the X. And 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 the majority of the people that went through that program did it. And and then there were some that like launched from it. And you were one of them, man. And it's so exciting to watch you just rocket through the sky, man. And 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 you know, there are setbacks along the way for all of us, for me, for anyone out there. It doesn't matter, you know, Bedros, I don't care. Uh, Ed Milet, Tony Robbins, everybody has setbacks, but it's exciting that you have, you did, man, you climbed out of that hole and you are like thriving and it's really exciting to see. And it is a lesson for anybody else out there that, uh, it's never too late to turn it around. That's, uh, that's correct. I mean, I'm 38 and I'm, I just started my second year of college. Uh, one of my overcome Academy goals was to go back to college. And, uh, I went ahead and started it immediately once I got out. So I'm super excited, Jay. For individuals that don't know who you are, which I doubt because we've spoken about you in all four of my episodes, I speak about you. Um, I just try to give them the juicy details so that they could go and I tell them, go buy the book or go listen to his uh, Overcome Academy or the podcast like I talked to Jason Redman. Uh, I really want people to read the story. I would love for them, everybody to go buy the book. Um, but for people that don't know, you can uh, you tell us uh, who you are. And uh, I mean, honestly, why, why, why are you on the show? <laughs> Yeah, man, I'm a, uh, so I am an incredibly blessed individual who doesn't have any incredibly unique traits aside from I am, uh, <laughs> I'm uh, hard to kill and I'm hard to, uh, I'm hard to uh, convince me to stop doing things. I don't quit easily. So, um, but I am really no different than anybody else out there. You know, I think what everybody, so, so anyways, I'm getting ahead of myself. I am a, uh, <laughs> I was a 21-year Navy SEAL, both an enlisted SEAL and then a SEAL officer. Um, I am a uh, college graduate. I am a father. I am a coach. I am a speaker. I am a consultant. I ran a nonprofit for 10 years to help wounded warriors. I am a fierce advocate for veterans, specifically wounded warriors, and specifically in the area of mental health. So combating PTSD and, and, and brain research, understanding the brain better. And uh, just a lover of life and someone who uh, tries to motivate and inspire others to be better. That is my goal. And when I die, I hope that virtually everyone I meet will say that, that that guy made me better. That is my goal. I could, I, I, I could agree you're doing that. Um, I, we were just talking before we pressed the record button. Um, actually, I mean, I, I recorded it, but before we actually started the show, we were talking and I mentioned how much, uh, what is that? Uh, what's, what's that thing called? The sixth degree of bacon or something? Separation. That, the yeah. separation. Of, <laughs> and yeah. um, I was naming all the individuals that I've already all invited to be on my show that you've 
you've had a a reason. I mean, you're you're the reason a lot that a lot of these individuals are where they're at right now. I mean, I, I've spoken about you know on Natalie that she she I'm not going to tell her story, but where she's at right now that she had gone through so much and now she's actually going to Air Force facilities across the world and helping veterans and active duty individuals paint and try to express themselves through paint. You got Tyler, um, you know, Sean talked about him. He's a triple amputee that um, honestly, it, it seems like he has six limbs now. Um, the way that he yeah. just doesn't, he doesn't give up. I took the guy fishing, fishing offshore and he caught 15 fish more than anybody else on the fish. And, you know, um, <laughs> uh, and then he drives himself there and you're like, no, he didn't. And yeah, that, that's Tyler. And, uh, all these individuals, uh, you got Rob that's running for, for, uh, politics in Colorado and uh, you've had a, a touch in all their lives. And it, it was a lot to do with your story and the fact that, you know, your, your three rules, you know, of don't quit. Don't mentally quit and life is not fair. And you taught us, you taught, you, I could say, I can't speak for everybody else. I, I would hope so because of the way they're doing, but you taught me that. I sat, I sat through your course for two weeks and you taught me that. You taught me that life is not fair and not to sit in that position of thinking it's not fair. That's like not to sit on that X and just to move forward. Um, yep. And, and, and I want to know where, where does that come from, Jay? Where, how, do you, how did you develop that mindset? Because for individuals that will go, will go after they hear this and read your story and they're like, wait a second. Um, I mean, when I talk about you and I tell your story, I was like, hey, you know, he got, he got shot a few times and uh, took one in the face <laughs> and uh, just laid there. In the face. In the face. <laughs> and uh, and uh, he laid there. And then... Um, you would have thought that he would have just crawled somewhere after retirement and that's it. But no, after that, he's turned around and touched and changed so many individuals that it, it blows my mind, you know, like uh, where, where does that come from? I mean, it's, I know it's the overcome mindset, but where, where does it come from, Jay? I, you know, I think, it, I mean, in some ways I will say, I think there's a little bit uh, naturally. I mean, there's no doubt when you look at people genetically, I think some people are more resilient than others. Not that resiliency can't be built. I unequivocally can be built just like some people are better leaders than others. They just have certain genetic traits, um, you know, whatever parts of their personality lend themselves to be a better leader. So I do think I was a little bit blessed with that, but I, I wasn't that way when I was younger. It wasn't like, Hey, I was this great leader. Um, I mean, I was a scrawny runt, man. And, uh, I was not that kid. I got bullied at times. I sure as hell wasn't that kid that was standing up to every, you know, bully on the playground. I was getting bullied and I stayed out of, you know, I stayed out of the way when I was a kid. I, you know, I mean, I was the 95 pound weakling until I was like 15 years old. And even then I didn't hit some major growth spurt. I mean, when I started SEAL training, I was only 130 pounds, man. But I think the recurring thing is that I, nothing ever came easy for me, but for whatever reason, I had a fire within me to do it. And, and because it was always so hard, um, you know, my dad always told me you're too small, you know, you're, and, and, and in some ways I think it messed with my mind. Um, and, in, and so in some ways in the back of my mind, even though I've achieved all these successful things deep down inside, I still kind of feel like, Oh, you're that guy. You're that guy. That's too small. You're that guy that can't be successful, you know? Um, but it created this fire within me when I was younger. So my dad at all, I loved football. Well, you know, we were the football family. We, I grew up watching football, watching, I was from Ohio, watching the Cleveland Browns and the Ohio State Buckeyes, man. You know, back in the day, Kevin Mack, Bernie Kozar, back when the Browns were really a program, you know, when Bill Belichick was coming to the Browns in 95 and, and it was going to be our year. And then they shut the Browns down and sent them to uh, Baltimore. They became the Ravens. Ravens won the Super Bowl. I'm glad you went That's the NFL the route. Wins. I'm glad you went the NFL route because I was just waiting for you to start digging at the University of Miami, the U, the U. No, and no, I'm no, like, no, wait, no, don't do it, Jay. Because yeah, that's, that's where I'm trying to go, man. I know that's, where you're at. I know where you're at. I'm trying to go to UM. And if I could go to UM, I'm just, every time I see you, I'd be like, the U. So. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I'll throw the OH. I know, I know. Andy Sirach. I know, I know. So, but anyways, I I grew up loving football, and I wanted to play. And my dad was always like, "You're too small. You're too small. You're too small." So finally, in the tenth grade, um, 
at my tiny little high school in North Carolina, they were like, hey, we need more people to play football. And I was like, I'm going to play. My dad was like, no, you're not going to play. And I was like, I'm playing. You ain't going to stop me. And I was terrible, man. I mean, I was tiny. I was the smallest guy on the team. I had never done that much that athletic. So I wasn't fast. I had zero speed. Um, I had, I, you know, because I hadn't grown up playing it, you know, I really wasn't that coordinated athletically. Um, but I just had a fire within me and I got the shit kicked out of me right and left. But it also built, I think, some respect and appreciation. I understood what it was to be a part of a team. And I think the fact that no matter how hard I got hit, no matter how bad I think they tried to wipe me off the field, I always got back up and came back for more. And, uh, and I saw a lot of power in that as a kid. Uh, I also saw a lot of power in if you act totally nuts, you know, and you have that crazy look in your eye, you keep coming back, people start to wonder what's wrong with you. And that was something that I also used to my advantage as I got a little older, uh, you know, that I don't need to use anymore. But every single thing in my life that I have ever done has never come easy. Um, you know, going to going to SEAL training, people laughed at me when I said I was going to be a SEAL. Oh, you know, you're you're a 95 pound weakling. I mean, you're not going to be a SEAL. You know, SEALs are these great big muscle bound guys, even though most of us aren't. That's a little bit of a myth. But uh, that's what most people think. I'll be and, honest. Uh, I know I know three seals that I know personally, and I'm everybody's like for real, and because I'm taller than all three of you, and I'm yeah. like, listen, <laughs> that doesn't mean the TV is TV. These guys, five, five, these guys ten, are badass. Five ten, five ten, and one eighty is the average seal. A lot of people don't know that. No, you know, because uh, oftentimes bigger guys don't make they think it. But it's, it was they think, a it's grind. The, they think it's the Rock or John Cena. So. Yeah, <laughs> and we don't have too many guys that big. But, no. Uh, but it was always a grind. Every single thing I've done, I become an officer and I totally screwed that up. And that was a grind. I had to turn that around and, and fix myself and come to understand what it is to lead. Um, you know, my friends used to joke with me that there's the easy way of doing things. There's a hard way of doing things. And then there's Jay Redmond's way of doing things. And uh, so the good side of that is it just continued to build this relentless overcome mindset. Cause no matter how hard it was, I knew I was going to drag my ass across the finish line no matter what. It's funny you say and this. And I think that's what built it. It's funny you say all of that right there at the end because literally I'm looking at all my notes from the Overcome Academy that I have on my Overcome Academy iPad. And uh, <laughs> this is what I use for my podcast because I think there's so much that's connection. A I'm a very, I believe in connection with everything, like make symbolization and stuff. And this is huge. I got to use this for all my notes all the time and stuff because this is all my notes are still here from OA, and I've already wiped this three, four times, but I keep on saving the notes. So one of the quotes you save that I save here from you, and it's amazing because it goes with exactly what you said. It says, people will follow you if you give them a reason to. And if that's not a reason to follow somebody, and that's why after I, I heard your story. So we got we, we to come back because that's such a – that is the most um, – it is the most sound leadership advice I was ever given. And I didn't come up with that. No, no, no. That I know. Stri- yeah. But I think people need to hear where that story came from because I was broken. Go ahead, brother. Go ahead. Go ahead. Quit. Before I was told that I was ready to quit. As a matter of fact, I had quit the first time I've ever quit anything in my life. I was mentally broken. And it was after I got myself in trouble and uh, almost got myself kicked out and uh, and was bitter, man. I was on the X. I was a victim. I had the victim mentality. And and I'm not going to go into all these details. I go deep into the details about this in my book, The Trident. But the bottom line is, uh, as a young new officer, I had made some mistakes and I wasn't setting the example. And uh, all of it culminated with a bad call on a mission in Afghanistan, which uh, led me down this road of my leadership. Well, some of the people wanting to, Hey, get rid of this guy, kick him out of the seal teams. And thankfully my leadership saw some potential. Um, and, and they decided to keep me, but I was bitter about it. I was bitter about the whole thing. And I got sent to ranger school and, uh, and I was bitter about being in ranger school and got to ranger school and, uh, failed the land nav course of my own doing because of my own ego and arrogance, thinking I would kick this, Land this, you know, this stupid army land nav course in the ass. I mean, here I was, I'm like, I was a point man. I taught land nav, you know, this is going to be so easy. And I tried to do a six hour land nav course that started at 3 a.m. 
Uh, I tried to do the whole thing. I just said, well, I'll wait till the sunrise because I'm so good. I can do the whole thing in three hours. Uh, yeah, no, that didn't happen. I failed. And, uh, and the ranger instructors started heckling me and, and everything bubbled up, man, that weak emotional leadership. And I, and I failed and, uh, and they were giving me so much shit in that moment that I snapped and, and I was so mad. I told them they could take this course and shove it up their ass. And they said, are you quitting? And I said, yes. So for a short period of time, I quit ranger school and the, in the 24 hour period that I technically quit. I had to go see the Ranger Colonel. And, uh, and you're an officer at this time, Colonel. right? I was an officer. Okay. Yep. And, I was and an by, officer. And, they, and it, go ahead. This is all in the Trident, ladies and gentlemen. So go out there yep. and get it. It's a, an amazing book. New York Times bestseller. So, yeah. So, um, and I knew what I, as soon as the words came out of my mouth, I was like, what are you doing, dude? You know, you're so stupid. But I couldn't undo it. Or at least I was too proud to undo it. You know, I wasn't, I let ego and arrogance get in the way. And I remember going back to the barracks and thinking to myself, this shit, my career is over. Seals don't quit anything, you know, and, and I kept telling myself, you know, there's no way out of this. You're done. You know, they're going to, they're going to process you out of the Navy and you're going to go home. So the next morning I had to see the Ranger Colonel. I didn't sleep a wink that night. And the Ranger Colonel, um, and, and, and I was starting to make excuses in my mind. You know, we start telling ourselves all these lies that so many of us tell ourselves. And some of those lies was, well, this is for the best. Because the reality is you'll never, even, even if you had made it through ranger school, none of the guys will ever follow you again because of the mistakes you made. You know, you, you're too far gone. Nobody will ever follow you again. So that was kind of my mind process when I went in there and met, that, met the ranger colonel. And he starts talking to me. And, uh, and finally, after giving him this whole sob story about how I'm the victim and all this BS, he said, well, hey, why don't you talk to a friend of mine? You know, he's a really respected SEAL leader uh, by the name of uh, Captain Vince Peterson. And Vince Peterson is not his real name, but uh, he was probably the most respected SEAL uh, in our organization. SEAL leader, phenomenal. I mean, guys would follow him anywhere. He had mentored me. And when he literally dialed the phone, Vince happened to answer right then and there. I always wonder, was that stage? Had he already called Vince ahead of time and said, hey, I'm going to have your guy in here. Be ready. Or was that truly fate that he dialed that phone number and, and he just happened to be there? But whatever it was, he picked up that phone and he handed it to me. And there was like no way I couldn't take it, man. I mean, like, like. No, I didn't want to speak to any SEAL. I was so ashamed of what I had done. I was embarrassed. We don't quit. And here's the guy that I, I revered above any other SEAL as a leader who had just set the example in everything he did. And I took that phone and, uh, and I basically relayed that sob story about all the, you know, oh, I got thrown under the bus. I'm the victim. I'm here in ranger school. And, um, and you know, I, I messed up too much and I guess I'm leaving. And he ended up talking to me about that situation. But I made the statement to him that all those lies we tell ourselves, I said, I said, you know, nobody, it doesn't really matter, sir, because nobody's ever going to follow me again. Like, I'll never be able to win the guys back. You know, I've made too many mistakes. And that's when he said, people will follow you if you give them a reason to go back to that course, kick it in the ass finish strong and come back to the SEAL teams and lead and people will follow you no matter what. And yeah. it, I was like, that's the most sound leadership advice I've ever been given. It is. It's right here in my notes. And this is from September of 2018. The most important trait a leader can have is credibility and caps. Um, Jay, that's, that's, that's why I want people to go do their own research. I didn't want to hype you up. I want people to see the credibility that you've, that you've created for yourself, that you've made um, it's, it's not, it's not normal, um, individuals that, that, that have been through the stuff you've been through to go through that. Um, a lot of people just give up and you didn't give up. I mean, like, like I said, people can read in, in the books and people can read on your website. Cause every time I, I promote you or I promote uh, the overcome army, which is a group that you have on Facebook, correct? Um, yeah. uh, uh, I, 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 Every time I promote all of this, all I do is I send your about me uh, at re jasonredman.com because I want them to see your credibility. I want them to read all of that. And I'm not even talking about that you've been on Hawaii Five-0. I'm talking about 
what you've done. Um, you've you've created organizations. You've helped thousands of veterans. You've you've even then afterwards created a speaking platform for speakers that are first responders, veterans, to tell their stories. Um, you just want to continuously change for positive people around you. And it just, it, it blows me away that it puts me in a position that how can I not then share my story? Because if Jason's been able to help thousands, I could be able to help five, uh, 10. I, I don't know. So it's like, it's infectious. Just one. I mean, that's correct. All, just I mean, one. That's it. I, I, dude, I pray every, like every speaking event I have, I'm like, man, just let me touch one person. Let me, uh, you know, affect one person. Cause, uh, in this me too movement, I probably shouldn't say, let me touch one person. They're going to be people out there all upset. <laughs> oh, whatever, so. dude, you could touch me. No. <laughs> Marines, um, I swear. Hey, hey, all I could picture is you and your Ranger panties or what are they called? I don't know. So yeah, <laughs> I would wear those. I, especially oh, in honor of Mike Slitz. Shout okay. out to Mike Slitz and the Ranger panties. <laughs> but, uh, no, man, that is, I just, every speaking engagement, I'm like, if I can, if I can help one person get off the X and it, and it, and I am so fortunate that almost every, almost every single engagement or it'll happen afterwards, someone will write me and say, I can't tell you how much, um, I needed that. I can't tell you how much I've been stuck on the X and I didn't even realize. It. Um, so it, and, and anybody can do it. I mean, that's the thing. Everyone has a story. Everyone can choose positivity over negativity and help someone. And God, it makes you feel so good when you realize the power you have to help somebody else to move past darkness. Yep. You know, I mean, that's an amazing gift in this crazy negative bullshit world we live in where you're just inundated with negativity and division. And oh my God, the coronavirus is going to kill us all. And all this crap that's out there, man, spread a little positivity and watch how good you feel when you have one person come up to you and say, thank you. Let me tell you, that's uh, uh, once again, because of you and your, the way you are is what inspired me to release my podcast on Monday mornings at zero four Eastern time. So I figure, I know somebody is up at four, probably Andy, Andy Siraki at 4.30, I think. I've seen his post start at 4.30 a.m. And I don't <laughs> think he sleeps. I think Andy. I, I don't think, know. If we, if we cut Andy open, like I want to cut Andy in half with the chainsaw <laughs> because the secret to nuclear fusion lies. That's what I was going to tell you. you I, I find it very ironic that he is such a fan of Elon Musk and Tesla because I think he is the human Tesla. It's something like that. He, like, is. <laughs> he is. Andy but, goes home. He doesn't. He doesn't sleep. He just. He just plugs a power cable into his leg. That's it. It charges <laughs> up. So, yeah. uh, but, oh man, I forgot where I was going with this. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> but so yeah, um, uh, I was talking to Andy. Oh man, I, I really, I really lost my train of train of mind here. Uh, uh, I yeah, I don't know either. You see, this is uh, so this this goes into my next subject: traumatic brain injuries. And. Uh, <laughs> All right, so it's not hey, a joke, I but I want to make one final comment though on what we were talking about. Yes, do that, please. And that is, that is, it's never, um, it's never easy. I have people that watch me now, and they're like, I hear it all the time. People are like, "Oh my god, dude, you are killing it!" And they see my social media, and I am. I'm very blessed. We are. We have definitely grown in the last year and a half. I'm speaking more. Um, but it is a grind and, and I'll be honest, here's a, here's a fascinating thing. I talk about how I always do things the hard way and what keeps me going is I just continue to grind. So I've had a ton of people recently like, Oh my God, you should be on this guy's podcast or that guy's podcast. Your story's amazing. And they've reached out to some of these higher level podcasts and virtually everyone to a T has said, no, we're not interested. What? So. So it, it's easy for me to get discouraged and say, Oh, well maybe. But you know what? I just keep going because I know that I can give back and help people. So, and that's what people need to realize. Yes, we. That, I, I, it, it all came back to me now. That sidetrack. I mean, I'm telling you, Andy always sidetracks me. But so it was. We were talking about positivity and why I launched my podcast on Monday mornings is because you inspired me. You have your Monday muster. If you're not following Jason Redman on social media, please do it right now because this man will inspire you all the time. His posts. I mean, and it, it, it's. It's infectious is what it is. It's, it's, uh, he always tells me I lit a fire under you, and I say, no, you lit a forest fire. You, you torched me, man, because it, it, 
It all came from you. So I saw Monday Morning Musters, and I'm like, you know what? He's right. And you used to tell us in, in Overcome Academy, one thing that you did was stop watching the news. Because um, why wake up in the morning and hear about everything that just happened negatively and start your day off wrong like that? So it, it positivity is the key. And getting out of the comfort zone, like you said, because it's easily to get discouraged. I mean, uh, I just launched this podcast, and I'll tell you what. I the what put me on the X was that getting discouraged. I thought that it was constantly going to be negative feedback and all that stuff. Instead, it's been very positive. Um, I've gotten a lot of emails and uh, DMs and even people that I know out of the woodwork that have reached out to me and were like uh, superiors of, of mine in the Marine Corps that were like, hey, man, very, very touching. I, I, I uh, associate with what you're saying, a 20-year law enforcement uh, individuals. So... And, and in two days, I think I have over 100. And when I looked at my analytics the second day, it was like over 100-something uh, listens. So it blew my mind because I was discouraging myself, and that's what prevented me from launching this a year ago as I'm sitting on all this equipment. And all, all I'm doing now is just talking and saying my story, and positivity is just coming out. And I want to release one every day, and I know I can't, you know, run out of content, but... Um, it's infectious, Jay, and and I, I I'm I'm blown away that like I said, somebody in your position, everything you've been through, you're still able to do this. But that's that's the overcome mindset, and that's why I keep on telling people about it. Um, it's it's uh it's 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 incredible. So, talking about the overcome mindset, I wanna I wanna talk about what uh another reason why I wanted to launch the podcast so fast already now this year is because you launched your book. Uh, in December. And I was blown away when you called me and you said, Hey Oz, I want to share your story. And I remember, I still remember telling my story. Um, <laughs> talk about, you don't know if they pre-planned that phone call for you. All right. I'm in the overcome Academy, ladies and gentlemen, I spent two weeks there literally looking at myself in the mirror. I'm talking about some of these things that I've written here is, is sad. Um, it's, <sighs> It's very scary. I looked at myself in the mirror. I called myself, you know, an addict on, 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 on drugs. I called myself everything. And part of it was we had to come out with an 18-minute, you know, you prepared us, like, for a TED Talk in a way. And um, we, we had to tell our story in front of everybody. And you had a camera there. And I kind of hesitated going first, which is what I'm not doing now. I go first in everything now in college. And... Um, I sat there in class listening to other people's stories and then finally I get up to go give my story and as I'm about to speak, the back door in the room opens and my wife walks in. You had, you guys were flying in wives and stuff for the following day. We were going to jump part of our graduation out of a plane. And now I felt comfortable already telling my story in front of these group of veterans that had already told me their darkest stories. And now all of a sudden I had to tell my story front of my wife and it was hard it was hard and after that though I realized that how comfortable I felt my wife after her knowing what I really went through that how powerful really just five minutes so you you've taught us how to do the elevator pitch and stuff like that how powerful it is to tell a story so when you called me for the book I was like yes Jay whatever you need let me know um Tell us a little bit about the book, and uh, clearly you could get it anywhere books are available. You get the ebook. I have the ebook. I've already heard it twice. Um, by the way, you sound great. A little bit fast forward. You didn't, I thought you were going to sound like a chipmunk, but you sound great <laughs> when, you, when you fast forward a little bit. Because like I'm like you. You know, times times. If I could hear two podcasts within an hour and a half, I, I just won. I just so. Um, I, I, I heard the ebook a lot and, uh, that's how I've been hearing everybody's ebooks and, uh, go ahead, please. Jay, tell us a little bit about the overcome book. So, um, overcome is my second book. Uh, the Trident was first book and the Trident is a memoir about my military career. And it, it is a journey of a young man who obviously saw some success at a young age and then, um, uh, failed failed in a pretty big way as a young leader and almost got himself kicked out of the military. It's called the Trident because the Trident is the Navy SEAL emblem. And I almost lost it. And I don't know if I fully understood at that point in my life what it represented. 
And then it's the journey of growing up and understanding what it is to be a leader uh, and then being severely injured and understanding you can lead at even higher levels. But there, so it's a memoir, but there's a lot of lessons in it. So there's a lot of people that would write me after I wrote the Trident and say, hey man, how did you do this? Or how did you do that? And I'll be honest, I couldn't always answer a lot of those questions. A lot of that content started to go into when I was answering those questions into the Overcome Academy. I mean, as we develop more and more content for that leadership program, um, a lot of what is in the book Overcome stemmed from the curriculum we developed with, uh, uh, with um, the book Overcome. So Overcome really is the how-to to the Trident. Uh, so many people ask, how do you build an overcome mindset? How do you deal with major crisis adversity? How do you get off the X? How do you navigate these life ambushes that I talk about? How do you, you know, how do you, um, how do you do that? How do you get people to follow you? You know, people will follow you if you give them a reason to, how do you give them a reason? So the book really lays all that out and it's broken down into four parts. And the first part is if you are in a life ambush. And I talk about a life ambush as something that will, it is a major event in your life. It is something that will forever leave physical, mental, and or emotional scars on you. And you'll carry them with you forever. You never fully recover from a major life ambush. Uh, you'll always have those scars. You'll always feel the pain when you think back on that event in your life. And most people, the average person will go through about five in their lifetime. And, um, and I had been through three up until the point when I wrote the book. I mean, the first one was that leadership failure, which was a major, major, um, it's one of the hardest things I've ever gone through to this day, to this day, to come back from that leadership failure and slowly earn, hit rock bottom. I was suicidal. I did not, I, I never was suicidal after my injuries, but I almost killed myself because of that leadership failure. I put a gun in my mouth and almost pulled the trigger. Um, the second one was my injuries. And then the third one was a big um, business lawsuit I got involved in that just wrecked us. I got accused of things that I didn't do. It was front page news in Virginia Beach. And it took it took a year to shake off the, the negative impact of that. And, you know, for that process, for the charges to be dismissed and all that. So, I, it is to help people that are on the X right now, listening to this podcast, man, there are so many people out there that are struggling that have been through a life ambush. They are stuck, man. They're pinned to that X. They have no idea how to get off of it. It's, it's painful. It's uncomfortable. Uh, other people get pulled onto the X with you, friends, family. And uh, in the book teaches you how to get off that X. I mean, it's what we talked about in the overcome Academy. And then, and then from there it gets into, well, how do we proactively be ready for future life ambushes? If most people are so unprepared for the life ambushes that come along, it just crushes us. So what if you could mentally, physically, uh, uh, emotionally, socially, and spiritually prepare yourself so that you are balanced, so that you could better absorb the shock of the life ambushes when they come? And that's something I teach in the book called the Pentagon of Peak Performance, five carriers of your life to create balance and put some time into, you know, on a daily or weekly basis uh, so that you're ready. And then, so how do you lead yourself? How do you lead others? How do you motivate and inspire other people to get off the X? And how do you build good teams? And then how do you lead always? How do you make sure you're continuing that throughout your life so that you're always ready and you're taken care of? So that is the new book, Overcome. Um, it's been getting amazing reviews. Um, and, and at the end of the day, I mean, if it helps somebody get off the X, I mean, you know, I just need one and I've already had at least one. So if I could have one more. Yes. Um, so, uh, I'm not sure if you're still running the deal or not, because I know I, I got coin number 10, but you had a promo going on where you could get a signed book that's still going on at your website. All right, so ladies, yep. do you so go? We, have, uh, we only did a thousand coins, so I, I think we have a couple hundred left right now. But yeah, we have the uh, book bundle. So if you order the Overcome on my website, go to jasonredman.com and click on store. It'll take you to my Get Off X. It's my second website. That's where the store lives. It's also where coaching and stuff is. 
and uh, and you can buy the book, and and we still have those numbered coins, those book bundles. Awesome. I mean, this coin is beautiful, ladies and gentlemen. I have the. I was showing him the text message the other day. I have the trifecta. I have the three of the coins that you've made, different versions of along the way, and they all have the skull of your face, um, which is a, an impressive uh, skull to see, and it's in three D because you could see the, the 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 wound on your cheek, you know. Um, so it's a, it's a good reminder, uh, when you look at that, that, that to me, when I see it is it's, I see it and I'm like, all right, it could be worse. Today's a great day. That's literally what I do. I, I look at it and I'm like, could be worse. Today's a great day. I'm, I'm breathing. Yep. Yep. There it is. There you go. So anybody who's, uh, anybody who's watching, yeah, we'll be posting uh, this. We'll be posting YouTube. this soon, so but this that's is, the skull uh, right there. This is my phone case, but yeah, that's my skull. So you touched so. on something, uh, there at the end there, you said the website where it leads to coaching as well. Um, because it's not just a book. Um, people can actually learn directly from you, hear your voice, um, see your actions. Uh, you, you're, you're very, you're full of action and you, I think you're an amazing person in live. Uh, I, I was very sad that I couldn't attend your TEDx when you did that. Cause I really wanted to see that. Um, I've seen it multiple times. I share it. So I know that, uh, Wednesdays we have the group that we've been doing that you've been doing the overcome army on Facebook, but on that, um, that's the, that's, that's the, that's the way right there, right. Where people are accessing you. And now you have the app as well. That's going to be coming out or already came out. And, uh, please tell us the ways that people can actually contact or not contact you, but have you in their lives, your, 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 your mission and your mindset other than just reading it or hearing it. Yeah. So the, um, so I'm, I'm available on social media. So if you, I'm on all the major platforms, uh, Facebook, Twitter, um, uh, Instagram and LinkedIn and YouTube. So I'm always trying to put great content out there. As Ozzy talked about, on Monday mornings, I put out something called Monday Muster. It's usually anywhere from a you know five to six to ten minute video, just about. It's Monday. It's first day of the week. It's one of the best days of the week. Most people think Mondays are oh my god, it's Monday, and they're kicking themselves and dragging themselves. And I'm just like, dude, it is the first day for you to like crush your week, man. Let's hit it. And uh, it's all motivational videos on you know all kinds of different things. You know how we deal with doubt, how we drive forward, how we lead, how we deal with adversity, you know, from different things that I see. So I post that always on Mondays. Um, I have my, um, I have my overcome army, which is a group coaching program. So it's a monthly group coaching program. It's, uh, it's 49 99 a month for, uh, everybody. Uh, unless you are a firefighter or, or a police officer, you're a first responder where you're active duty or you're a veteran. It is $24.99 a month for you guys. I love anyone that serves and no offense to anybody out there who may go, well, you know, uh, why do they get a deal? Well, they get a deal because they're willing to lay their lives on the line for you. And, uh, and I appreciate everybody out there. I have so much respect for the civilians who build this country and who are doing things. But I want to give my uh, I want to give the individuals who lay it on the line every day a break. So that's why they get half off. And within the Overcome Army, it's all about positive content. It is about how do we set goals? How do we build an overcome mindset? How do we lead ourselves? How do we follow uh, the Pentagon of Peak Performance? So if you sign up for the Overcome Army, the very first thing you get is a course I have called the 72 Hours to Peak Performance. And what it does is it goes over, if you're an ambush, how do I get out of it? How do I move forward? And then how do we start building structure in our lives? Uh, it gives a free download of a, uh, uh, a planning journal based off many of the lessons that I've learned. You can download it and use it. Uh, it also goes through each one of the areas of the Pentagon and peak performance. And then every other week I put out a new course. So it just continues to build all of this. You can access through the app. Uh, you're part of a private community of only individuals who are in the Overcome Army. And, uh, and, you know, talking to each other, posting positive content. You also, as a member of the Overcome Army, you get access to one-on-one -on -one coaching with me. So there's a little tab right in the app where you can write me directly with, hey, Jay, I need help with this. And nobody else sees it. Only I see it. And I respond to you. And, you know, we try and figure out ways, you know, maybe it's just a personal question or maybe it's a problem that you're dealing with. Uh, but until we take care of it, I have a little button that says resolve. Until it's resolved. It doesn't clear. But uh, every other week I put out that new course. And then uh, on the off weeks, we do a live 
where you get to ask me questions. You know, it's just a live question and answer where we talk about whatever, maybe it's about the current course, maybe it's about other things. So there's that. So that's the Overcome Army. And then I also am uploading new courses. Uh, probably by the time this airs, uh, I am starting a Overcome book uh, course. So it will follow the book. And uh, so those who are reading the book, you'll be able to access this. And uh, I'll be uploading the first four, uh, which follows the first part of the book. And then I'll be building more that follows the, the next three parts of the book. So like a companion. So that... Yeah, it'll be a companion study guide, basically, where I do videos talking about uh, what's in the book. And then there'll be questions uh, to be interactive and there'll be a community specifically for people to talk about the book. And if uh, uh, you don't have. Go ahead, go, that, go ahead, go ahead. You won't have one on one coaching with that. That's only in my Overcome Army. That's the only thing. Well, that's not true. I will do one other course with the. Uh, one-on-one coach. So I wanted to touch real quick about that community that you're talking about, because I'm a part of that community uh, and the overcome army. I highly recommend it. Uh, We have individuals from everywhere there. Um, One that I will mention, I'll give a shout out to is Laura. Um, She's an amazing, an amazing individual, an amazing overcomer and her story, cancer survivor. survivor, And now has dedicated to, um, you know, being there for, for world war two veterans and older veterans and uh, honoring their legacy and stuff. So, uh, an amazing individual. I've, I'm trying to talk to her to get her on the show. Uh, we'll see. Nice. So, um, but yeah, you, you know, I'm part of it and I've even, I signed up as a mentor and I've helped, uh, right now I'm currently talking to a, a couple individuals that, well, you know, once again, um, it, um, I do let Jay know that I'm speaking to you if you, if I am mentoring you so that Jay understands, cause it is his group. You know, I don't want to, I want to make sure that whatever I'm doing is based on what he is correctly, you know, from his, his mission and his, his path. Cause this is his, and, uh, I want to make sure I'm getting it right. So that's part of that community that I wanted to reiterate that you got, you got, um, you know, purple heart recipients in that, in that community, you have cancer survivors, you have, uh, I believe individuals that have enlisted now for the military that are in that yeah. community. So you have business, indiv- business owners, business coaches, owners. Yeah. So it is, it's a great community to be a, be a part of, of because I know that people will post and then I know a lot of people message each other on the side and stuff. So it's, it's an amazing community that's been built. So um, other than the courses and the, the community that we have on overcome army and your website and the book, um, you also have the amazing podcast as well. Yeah. We have the Overcome and Conquer podcast. So myself and uh, Ray Care, teammate of mine, uh, and Ray's been out there. You know, he's uh, he's running some team building programs with Bedros Koulian. So they're doing some amazing things. He's also an instructor on a program called The Project, which is uh, a 75-hour program for men who are looking. If you've ever wanted to know what it's like to push yourself to the edge, maybe Maybe you regret never having gone in the military and you never got that crucible of boot camp or you never got to feel, you know, some sort of special Hell week or whatever. <laughs> yeah. The project will push you there. And, and, but they do it in a very structured uh, fashion and they do it to really give you the tools to take that back into your life and use it, whether it's in business, whether it's in your marriage whether it's just dealing with all the BS that everybody has to deal with. So anyways, Ray and I do the Overcome and Conquer podcast, and we interview amazing people just talking about how they have overcome and conquered uh, incredible stories. I mean, we've interviewed, um, you know, we've interviewed a lot of incredible people from Bedros Koulian to um, we interviewed a guy who was the very first sergeant major of the new Iraqi army, uh, Admiral Bill McRaven. We just uh, we just recorded uh, Rob O'Neill, the shooter of nice. Bin Laden. So he's going to be one of our upcoming episodes. Uh, so it's a lot of fun, and we we take it light, but we try and tackle some heavy. Uh, we try and get into the weeds on people, and uh, it's been a, it's been a lot of fun. So you can check us out on any of the major podcast platforms. Overcome and Conquer Show. Yeah, man. I tell everybody uh, um, that that's why I created the show is because I want. I, I I want individuals to be able to listen to other mindsets in a way. And uh, obviously my, my home mindset is the overcome mindset. But along with that, you have the conquer mindset and you have Bedros man up and so many different ways that could help you 
get off the X. So um, let me see. I, I believe I think we've tackled everything here. Um, that that actually no. We, there's one thing I do want to tackle that I know it's sensitive to our hearts, and uh, it's. I mean, you said it. If we could help one individual out, um, it's it's it's. We've done our goal. Um, Jay, you and I. And I was about to do fun stuff, but this let's get real. This is why the podcast exists. You and I, along like other veterans, have experienced the constant either text message or call that somebody took their life. Um, you just said, you know, you dealt with it. You felt that you felt it. Um, if uh, for the individuals that have read the book and heard my story, um, I. Never put the gun in my mouth, but I prayed every single day for the end of my life. Um, but we we didn't. Um, but we have so many, so many that choose to go the other route that we constantly are questioning ourselves. I mean, I, I will never forget it. Um, in the Overcome Academy, uh, one of the individuals that was supposed to attend with us um, took his life. Uh, you know, shortly before the academy started and. You shared the story with us because he was a close friend of yours. Um, I don't know. Let's. I, I really, before we go into some fun little question or something, I really want individuals to hear one thing out of your mouth. Um, for somebody that, like you said, tasted the barrel, uh, what, what would you honestly say to an individual, whether they're veteran, law enforcement, uh, first responder, civilian, whatever, that has been through trauma, wants to end their life because they feel they're alone. They feel they're in this pit. Honestly, Jay, I want to know what the, what the fuck would Jay Redmond say right now? If you could be in front of, in front of anybody that you'd mentioned. All right. What would you say? I would say that there is, uh, you know, suicide is caused by hopelessness. It is a belief that you have reached the blackest of the black hole and that there is no way to get out of it. There literally is no hope left. And that's why people get to the point where they believe that taking their own life is better than continuing to live. Um, and I would tell them there is always hope. I don't care how dark the storm is. I don't care how black the night is. I don't care how vicious the winds and the, the, the boom and the thunder and all that somewhere out there. And it may be a thousand miles away, the sun still shines and, and it is going to be the hardest fucking journey you're ever going to walk. But guess what? You know, if you're willing, if you're willing to walk and there are people that will help you, there are people that will help you walk through that darkness to find that sunshine again. And, uh, and, and cause the aftermath, this is what kills me with suicide. Um, it is like setting a bomb off to the people you love. I mean, it is the equivalent of putting on a suicide vest, walking, you might as well walk into the living room. So if any of you out there are thinking about committing suicide, Please I listen, want you to understand Listen, something. Listen to this, ladies and gentlemen, because you're, you're probably committing suicide or you're thinking about this because you no longer want to hurt the people around you. But tell me, exactly. Jason, what, like what is this bomb going to do? But you might as well put on a fucking suicide vest, walk into the living room with your family, sit down on the couch with them all around you, let them hug you, and then you clack off that bomb. You do more damage and potentially kill them with what you've done. You know, it is devastating. I've watched it happen with people over and over again, and, and I hate why it kills me to watch it. And, yeah. and, and, and you can't undo it. And they can't undo it, but they'll carry those scars, the mental and the emotional scars for the rest of their life. And I've watched families torn apart. I have a good friend of mine who was a mentor who killed himself in 2016. And, and his family is, it, it, it destroyed his, it literally destroyed his family. He's got one son who I have tried to mentor and take care of. He is the only one who continues to drive forward and do okay. The rest, they might as well be dead. That's how badly it damaged them. So please know that there is hope. And then there's one last component, and that is that uh, sometimes, and Ron, so who – um, who Ozzy talked about is a friend of mine named Ron Condry. And Ron was an EOD warrior. And I used to think 
that if we could find you a new purpose, uh, hope and a new purpose could fix guys. But there is no doubt that if you've got a traumatic brain injury, it goes beyond that. And this is where you definitely need medical help. And sometimes there's even levels of medical help that we don't understand enough. And because uh, the damage that we're taking from blast injuries and things like that, we don't understand it. Doctors don't understand it. But what we do know is it's doing levels of damage, creating something called um, CTE, uh, concussive traumatic encephalitis. Uh, and, um, and, um, it's killing guys. I mean, guys are taking their lives. Ron was one of them. Um, I had another friend, Dave Collins, who was one of them. Uh, I wonder if my buddy, Glenn Collins, who killed himself in 2016, if they never autopsied Glenn, but I wonder for him, uh, we know for a fact, another seal that I didn't know, but heard a lot about his story, Frank Larkin. Uh, or I'm sorry, his son, uh, Ryan Larkin, uh, had CTE. So the bottom line is this. Uh, there is hope. You know, you, you think that you're all alone and you think that no one out there can understand your problems. So you hide them all inside and you bury them. And then in my book, in that first chapter, I talk about being on the X and the things that people do. You know, we're in denial that we have this problem. Nobody can understand it. So we avoid people. We don't talk about it. We think we're better off to the world if we were just gone. We self-medicate to try and kill the pain through um, drinking, drugs, sex, high-speed behaviors, you know, all kinds of risky behaviors. We do all these things trying to kill this pain when the reality is until you talk about it, until you deal with it, you're never going to kill it. Yep. You know, Jimmy yep. Hatch talked about it in his book. It's like a dragon. I just talked you know, about it today. Literally just, yeah, I, I, I interviewed, warrior. I interviewed a police officer and, uh, I had, I had sent that book to him and he was like, man, that book touching the dragon is amazing. So it, it's yep. amazing. You're talking about him again right now because all these, in I, I tell, I tell people if you're a wounded warrior and you're struggling, man, you need to read that book. Yes. And, uh, it's, uh, it's an amazing book, and Jimmy talks about the fact that with the things you've seen on the battlefield, you're never going to heal from, but it's like a dragon, that trauma you carry around in your mind. And so many guys and gals, they try and put it in a box and seal it up. And they think that they can keep this dragon in a box. But the problem is, you know, it only needs one trigger to suddenly break out of that box and eat you. And, uh, and then of course that leads to the downward spiral and everything else. It's only when you learn to live with that dragon, to touch that dragon, you're never going to fully heal from it. You're always going to have those scars, but when you learn to touch it and deal with it and learn the power of it, how you can help other people through your story, that's where you really get better. So, so I, I'll, I'll say two other things. There's two groups I'm working with that are helping people. If you are struggling out there right now, there's a group called Project Headstrong. Their website is getheadstrong.org. They are serving post 9-11 veterans. Uh, and uh, all you have to do is go on their website and say, I need help immediately. Uh, depending on where you are in the country, they will try and get uh, a licensed uh, medical professional to you within 24 to 48 hours. And, uh, and they're a great group. They're run by combat veterans, combat veterans who understand what we've been through and the medical professionals, uh, the mental health professionals who are helping, they're doing great things. And, uh, if you're worried about it being in your record or, you know, if you're, uh, maybe you're in a job where you're like, oh, I can potentially lose my job or you're worried about that stigma, all of everything they do is off the record. They make a ghost medical record for you so you don't have to worry about that. They're saving lives. So if you know of a combat veteran that's suffering uh, or you are a combat veteran that's suffering, go to getheadstrong.org. And then the last group I want to talk about is Concussion Legacy Foundation. We're talking about those blast injuries. Um, you know, so many of us have been exposed to blasts. Um, Concussion Legacy Foundation is doing research. They've created a branch of their organization called Project Enlist, and it's focused on combat veterans doing brain research. Uh, part of the problem, one of the things with brain research, we can't research brains while people are still alive. Uh, so they're trying to collect brains, uh, you know, after people pass away. 
And I pledge my brain. If you are a combat veteran, I encourage you to go on their website, go to uh, Concussion Legacy Foundation, look up Project List and just say, I want to pledge my brain. They don't come collect early. You don't have to worry about, you know, <laughs> you don't have to worry about some doctor showing up with a chainsaw and a scalpel and being like, hey, bro, it's time. And a jar. <laughs> but uh, God forbid if anything ever happened to you or someday when you're done, uh, it is the last way you can get back to your fellow veterans because they'll take a look at your brain after you pass away. And those scars that you have from blast injuries, they'll be there forever. And they'll be able to look at them and try and understand better and figure out ways that we can treat guys and that we can prevent brain injuries and how we can take care of guys while they're still alive, like my buddy, Ron Connery. So anyways, check them out. That's my, uh, that's my public service announcement. Thank you on that one, Jay. I got two little questions for you. Some silly questions here. I think I want to end it on a fun note here. You as a Navy CEO, I found this question, but God showed you this thing earlier. It's called pod decks. Um, so this one's kind of cool. It says here, what's the funniest place you've ever fallen asleep? Um, <laughs> so it may not be the funniest place, but I think it was the funniest story. So several years ago, I have a really good friend who now is an active duty, uh, who's still an active duty Navy SEAL. He is a master chief, the senior levels. So I will not name any names, but uh, people who know me and know me well will know who I'm talking about. But he and I used to run like a couple hooligans when we were younger. And uh, we used to get in all kinds of trouble. And a few days before Christmas, he and I were going Christmas shopping. And, uh, and we ended up stopping at the bar and having a couple of drinks. Well, a couple of drinks turned into a couple of bottles. And the next thing you know, we're annihilated. And uh, we ended up at multiple different places. I think we got kicked out of multiple different places. So at about nine o'clock at night at this point i think we started this let's go christmas shopping at noon i find myself waking up in a movie theater like literally i've got maybe the top of my back on the chair and we're in the very first row in front of the door so like our legs are out in the aisle and people are like stepping over us like dumping popcorn on us. <laughs> like i wake up with popcorn all over my chest I don't know where I am. I don't know what happened. Oh, goodness. And, uh, dumber than a box of rocks. And <laughs> needless to say, the long-haired admiral was furious at me. People are laughing, and he and I are like, what in the hell? Oh, so, man. Uh, there you go. All right. I got one more here. I like this one. I found it here. I just – it was the next one, actually. And uh, you, you taught us um, in the Overcome Academy to always, uh, always treat individuals – um, like you want to get to know them. Uh, you never know who you're sitting next to in a flight was one of the things you said. And uh, I found this question very interesting because I would like to know what your mind is like. So it says, who would you most like to sit next to on a 10-hour flight and why? Like if it could be, does it have to be living or dead? No, let's go with whoever you want. doesn't say anything here about living or dead. Just If you could sit next to somebody for a 10-hour flight, who would it be and why? Uh, I would love to sit next to George Washington for 10 hours because he just, I mean, you know, I think history sometimes, um, we create mythological levels to leaders who did such high things. And especially back then where we probably didn't quite have the technology, you know, <laughs> tough, <laughs> it's tough to hide all your flaws in this day and age. I mean, that's the reality, but I'd love to know. You know, there is no doubt, though, that that guy led. He was one of the foundational leaders that enabled America to become America through some dire times. And I mean, we know for a fact that even some of his own friends like question his leadership abilities and he still had the conviction. Um, I mean, I have I, I love I'm going to I don't know if you can see this, see but on my wall is my picture of George Washington kneeling and praying at Valley Forge and at that winter. I mean, he had troops dying. They didn't have enough equipment. So I'd love to talk to him and just say, how'd you do that? I mean, I think I have an overcome mindset, but you, you carried an entire country against the greatest military might in the world when everybody doubted you. Um, and then when they were ready to deify you and, and make you the king of the country, you turned it down. I mean, what kind of dude is that? You know, 
I mean, it goes so, to it goes to what you said. People will follow if you give them a reason to. Yep. Yeah. So. Big time. Jay, man, I, I really appreciate it. Uh, I thank you so much for joining me. Like I said, this is an amazing opportunity that I just had right now. Um, I went from feeling before like I was a nobody, that my story didn't count or that my story wasn't as, as equivalent as yours. And you turned me around and told me, no, you don't have to get shot in the face. You don't have to get blown up to tell your story. As a matter of fact, you told me one of the nights that we hung out on dinner that, Ozzy, as a matter of fact, I think your story is more relatable to people because you didn't get shot. You know, not everybody, not everybody gets shot in the face. So, um, and, and, thank God. And you woke me up. Thank God. And you, and you woke me up to that. And, uh, I appreciate it every day because, um, I, I, I kind of want to always just follow you and continue doing what you're doing and spreading the message. So, uh, thank you so much for being on the show, Jay. And, uh, thank you so much for your time. Yeah, man. I'm honored. Ozzy. I love dude. You're, you're, you're a role model. You're crushing it. And, uh, anyone can do it. Anyone. It's never too late. It's never too late for anyone that's out there, man. You can turn it around and you can make a difference. And dude, you're making a difference in people's lives now, which is awesome. All right. Thank you, brother, so much. Yeah, man. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of the Post Traumatic Survival Podcast. We sure do appreciate it. If you haven't done so already, make sure you're subscribed to the show wherever you consume podcasts. This way you'll receive notifications from us as new episodes become available. If you feel so inclined, please leave us a review. We certainly appreciate it. And don't forget to tell your friends about the show. We appreciate you and them. Until next time, survivors.